Welcome. You are now listening to the Anything Goes podcast with your hosts, Greg and Alex. Check, check, one, two, one, two, zero, nine, three, zero, one, nine, eight, eight. I am Crazy Greg. I am one half of your host. I am Greg. I am Pooh Bear. I am the new number one contender for the AEW title. Welcome to the Anything Goes podcast. And we're joined as always by my... AEW tag team partner. <laughs> I like that. What's up? It's it's Alex. I, I'm more of a manager, I think. Okay, you're my <laughs> you're my manager. Mm-hmm. To walk me down the ring. Although we've had some tag team matches in in some way in our <laughs> in our lives. <laughs> You'll be the Elizabeth to my Macho Man. Okay, I'll take that. All right. So uh, here we are. I am hyped for today. <laughs> hyped. Uh, if you don't know, now you know. Zero, nine, three, zero, 1988. That was the day that perfection was born. <laughs> I'm talking about my man, Sean Maluta. Oh, yeah. The superstar, the man that we watch weekly on our televisions. Mm-hmm. You know it. So, uh. We're kicking off February month. We decided that we're going to do February as like our homegrown roots. The people who make Shaolin proud. That's right. You know, the people who ventured off in life and their home roots is Staten Island, New York, where we're from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and made it and did big things and make us proud each and every day, each and every week. Whatever they do, we follow, we support. And there's no better way for us to start this venture than with the man himself, Sean Maluda. That's right. Uh, You've known Sean for quite a while now. Yeah. I mean, almost as long as I've known you, I guess. I met him, you know, maybe two years shy of that. Right. And I've known Maluda for 20 years now. That's crazy. And... uh, I know this is the Anything Goes podcast, so I'm going to throw it out there. Oh, boy. He may not like me for this one, <laughs> but uh, we know him as Little Sean. Yes. <laughs> Although he ain't no little no more. No. He's, uh, he's a big dude, and he'll probably give me a run for my money. Oh, yeah. He'd whoop you. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, so he might have his savat kick, but uh, I've been known to throw some super kicks in my day. <laughs> we'll talk about that. But, uh, yeah, so we have... AEW star, been on the WWE, been on NXT, AEW Dark, yeah, WXW. He's he's been up and down through all the indies and took them all by storm. And now he's on the the main shows that we watch every week. Mm-hmm. This is the man, Sean Maluda. We're like so proud of him. Um, I don't know. I've always seen him growing up as like my little brother, <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know. It's so cool to see him do what he's doing and represent Staten Island the way it should be yep. and what makes us proud. That's right. 
and uh, we get into an interview with him. Uh, I kind of wish we hit record early on and and kept the recording because because uh-huh. he, I don't know, we were just kicking it back and talking, and we spent like an hour with him, mm-hmm. and we have the interview for about a half hour or so. Right. And we just may have to have him back on because I feel like, it. you know, he had so much more to tell us. And we were talking about some personal life stuff that, you know, we were, that we're experiencing, that he's experiencing. And right. He, uh, he has a second dog now. Yes. So DMX. <laughs> where your dog's at, Maluda. Um, you'll see why we get into, why we open up with a DMX song. We talk about that in the, in yes. the interview. Uh, he's big into the hip hop game, Maluda. And we share a little story about our experience with DMX. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's get into it. Of course, he talks about his wrestling days and what he's been up to lately. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome to hear that. And he's still doing his thing. Even with the world being shut down right now the way it is, he's still performing every week. Yeah. And uh, bringing entertainment into our lives. Yep. Thanks so, for that. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Sean Maluda. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, we couldn't be more proud of him. So keep doing your thing. Keep representing. We'll always support. And he's been to back home quite a few times to uh, to show us what what he does. Yes. And he keeps impressing, keeps getting better, keeps improving. And uh, one day... I'm taking that title from you. <laughs> he might just pull it off your shoulder and run. I don't know if he'll actually fight you for it, but he'll oh, get it. No, I'll fight him for it. I will. Oh, Listen, I think I know what kind of match yeah, you guys will have, but we yeah. won't say it now. Yeah, me and Maluda, we set up a, a rematch challenge that we talk about in this, yes. in this interview. So uh, check it out. It's awesome. We'll be back after the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to say before we get into it? Enjoy. He is awesome and super humble and refreshing to speak with. He is. And I know at times he plays a heel, but in our hearts, he's... he's He'll always be a baby face to me. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, here we go. Anything Goes Podcast, our boy, hometown hero, (laughs) Sean Maluda. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anything Goes podcast. We have a very special episode that is near and dear to our hearts. This is super special for me uh, for many different reasons. First, beginning that we are so lucky to be joined by the man himself from our hometown, Staten Island, New York, Sean Maluta, Shalin. Yeah, boy. Uh, So thanks for having me. Hey, man. Thank you for, uh, for taking the time with us. So uh, I want to let these people know that we've known you for like over 20 years now from, uh, from our days of playing stickball, right. (laughs) To, uh, (laughs) to going to Met games, to having our share of street fights, to those poker games, to being there for the first, I don't know if you remember the first night ever you got your driver's license and we had you drive to Manhattan, New York city to see DMX perform at 1am where you lost your car. We we forgot where you parked. And we lost your car seeing DMX. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's how far back we go. Hell yeah. Yeah, and good that's time. Why, that's why I'm talking to you because full disclosure, I'm not big on these kind of interviews, podcasts, whatnot. But, you know, if it's somebody like you, I have to, man. Hey, man. And, we, uh, we you know, man. like, I think it's important. I think it's cool, too, that we stay in touch all these years. 
you know, it is people, uh, especially when like this distance, you know, I'm, I'm down here in Florida, but there's always a handful of, you know, people from back home that I can always talk to, connect with. They support me on a different level. And you've always been one of them. I mean, I've seen you, what, just a, a year ago at Evolve? So, you know, a lot of that, all that stuff means a lot to me too when, you know, the, the people I grew up with are still riding with me. And that's what it's all about. Awesome. Well, we appreciate that. And I promise everyone out there, you are the same old, like, respectful, humble guy that we know from, like, day one. You've never changed. Um, all right. <laughs> Although you got a little bit bigger, a little bigger from what we, uh, from what we remember. But uh, you're the man, Maluda. We appreciate that. And anytime you come out here, you know where he's going to support, for sure. Um, so how are things during these uh, crazy times of COVID? What's going on with you? Well, man, I mean, it started out like, just like anybody else. I mean, what the hell is this thing? What's going to happen? How long is this going to take? And um, I think at the time, you know, I was wrestling a little bit of independence. Um, and that kept me going afloat for a little bit. Um, I've always done some, let me backtrack. Uh, last year I signed with Evolve. That was the first wrestling contract that I've ever signed. So it was cool being with them. And then uh, that was a six month deal. And then when the new year hit, you know, a few months after that, that's when the pandemic hit. So just like a lot of other, so many other guys in the game, we were out of work and the independence started slowing down, of course, because there's not too many people, uh, there's not too many places, including now to run shows. We were just talking about this off the air. Uh, living in Florida just became a benefit because wrestling is here right now. Wrestling, if you're in the WWE or if you're trying to be in a WWE, it's it's a good place to be. Or if, you, if you're trying to go the other route, AEW, which is what I'm doing now, uh, Florida seems to be a place to be. That's where all the TV is being run. So it was like a, it was like a, I don't know, a gift and a curse in a way or a blessing in disguise, you know, like, it's just weird timing. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting to be thriving and um, working pretty much full time with AEW right now, you know, and who knows if I would have had that opportunity if none of this would have happened. So okay. it's interesting. Yeah, everything happens for a reason, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And how's that going with the AEW dark and all that? Everything's great. Um, I made my debut at the one year anniversary show and uh, that was on TNT. I, I got nothing but great things to say there and just a lot of good vibes. I've been getting a lot of good, consistent work, which is all I ever wanted was to, you know, um, be consistent. And they've been giving a lot of guys like me a platform that don't really have much of a big name yet, but guys that have still been around. And a lot of guys there I'm familiar with from independence and from seeing over the years at different shows. So it's a really cool environment right now. And it's just crazy how uh, six months ago, you know, I was wondering when my next match was going to be. Now I'm wrestling every week. So it's, it's definitely been like a, like a 180 of things. So uh, I'm happy. Right. Well, good. Well, you deserve this. You've been training since you were what? You know, how young were you when you started this? Uh, I started officially at 14. Yeah. So come on, you put your time in. For sure. And uh, what was it like with the uh, Samoan family, those those wild Samoans? Was it, uh, was it a tough name to live up to? Was it? Uh, I never really felt that, to be honest. Yeah. I'm aware of how uh, big and, you know, how 
the magnitude of the family. I mean, it seems like everybody that's wanted to be a wrestler in the family has made it in some way or another. But for me, it's like my pressure comes from different places. It's really about, it's kind of like self-pressure. It's about what I put on myself to perform like how I want to perform. It just happens to be that I'm in this family. Um, and I've had a lot of good opportunities uh, being with the family, but I've always relied on my work to really speak for myself. And that's what I'm continuing to do. Right. Well, good. And your work definitely shows it does. I mean, we've seen you, like I said, from the beginning and you just keep getting better and better. And I don't, I don't think you've even reached your potential yet, what we've seen. So, and uh, at what point were you like, all right, I got to move out to Florida. I mean, it must've been a, a tough move for you. You got your family back here, your friends. What, yeah. uh, what was that like picking up and just saying, that's it. I got, I got to make this move. Honestly, it was just one man. It was my uncle Alpha because he was ready to come down here and retire. And, you know, he was ready to just give it up. I mean, he's been running the training center and the, you know, the, his promotion WXW for so long. And it just seemed like, you know, his health was getting, um, like it was just getting bad living in Pennsylvania. So he was just looking for something different to do and to maybe take a step back. Well, he probably was living down here all but two or three months, and then he opened the shop. <laughs> that, that's some retirement. <laughs> who, who retires in wrestling anyways, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> but, like, something, something told me to, keep, uh, to stick by him, to follow him. Uh, yeah. You know, he obviously uh, was the first one to train me. And uh, at the time, I just felt like I was – I just needed to keep training with him, man. It's it's kind of hard to explain. And I made that jump, and I think he moved down here in 2008, and eventually I moved in 2010. I wanted to wait till I was 21, and uh, you know had some things in place before I made that move. A lot of people doubted me. They're like, ah, you're gonna be back in a few months. Uh, and, and here, a decade later, here I am, and you know working for having these opportunities, wrestling for so many. Uh, TV companies and, and whatnot, that that's what's kept me down in Florida. Good for you. And uh, you said you were the one-year anniversary of AEW, and uh, you were the first ever NXT show on USA. Yep. So I got to say, it's, like, amazing for us to, one, I mean, it's one thing when we know, like, all right, Maluda, you know, is going to be on whatever till AEW, Doc, this, that. But it's another thing we're just sitting home and watching some wrestling and all of a sudden your music hits and here you are on TV and it's like, oh man, look at this guy. So it's so like, we love it. We really, really do. And uh, even though we're not there physically with you, we're like, we're there. And uh, we're rooting hard for you. And uh, WXW, you went from the cruiserweight champion to the heavyweight champion and you, you took that fed by storm, huh? Yeah, uh, that's another thing. It was, uh, it's a mixture of Pennsylvania and Florida coming together. Uh, once my uncle moved down here, you know, it was known as WXW Florida. And then Samu, um, his son, uh, ended up um, basically, you know, running Pennsylvania and taking over that whole thing. So, okay. which, is, which was still going on up until the pandemic. Now, both training centers are shut down for the meantime. And, you know, because nobody really knows what the future holds, but Right. As far as WXW goes, that's always been my home. It's always been uh, it's the number one place where I grew the most. My uncle was very big on um, 
promos and storylines and doing a lot of stuff that a lot of independent companies don't really make you do. Right. So he was always uh, kind of grooming us to get to that next level. And that's really what he's known for is that he is that guy to, to go to when you want to get to the next level. And even up until even today, he's sending a lot of his students to do extra work and to be seen by the WWE or AEW. So it's always been a great place to work. It's actually one of the few companies still running right now, even navigating around the pandemic. Hmm. So, you know, that's a benefit too, is guys can, are actually having a place to work down here. So, which is not, not many people can say that right now. Yeah, for sure. And uh, what's a typical day like for you when you have a match and uh, you got to get ready for the, for the show? It's just uh, a lot of mindset, just getting, just getting that right. I feel like uh, on a good day, uh, I like to get an early workout in when I wake up. And that being in the gym environment always gets me right. I'm not a big eater on show days because I'm just, you know, wrapped up in thinking about what I got to do. But um, uh, lately, you know, uh, on a typical day at AEW, uh, I've been traveling from Orlando to Jacksonville and then we show up at 2 p.m. and then it's an all-day thing from there. Um, wow. Usually it's either live TV happening that night or it's some kind of TV taping. A lot of times we're wrestling dark and a lot of times we're wrestling at midnight, one o'clock in the morning. No way. Of the way, um, you know, the filming is structured and whatnot. So you have to really be prepared for an all day thing. And then when it's time for your music to hit, you have to be on, so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeez. That's what I've been doing recently. Wow. Um, but working with a lot of good, uh, a lot of notable people from over the years that, even from WWE that I had a good opportunity to work with, they made the jump to AEW and now right. I'm seeing them all over again. <laughs> Like I'm really learning a lot where I'm at now compared to anything I've done in years past. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, so, so we'll see you on the TV for a lot, you know, 15, 20 minutes, but that's like a eight, nine, 10 hour day for you. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, so when, when you got there, right, first time you walk into main roster locker room, What's that like for you to see these guys that, that you grew up watching on TV and all that? Are you talking WWE? I mean, both WWE, AEW, whatever, you know, any of these big time locker rooms that are just well, WWE, guys you've seen. WWE was always cool because we, 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 we grew up on that logo. You know what I mean? We grew right. up watching it. It's, I know you. Uh, <laughs> your history that, I mean, that, that's probably why we're, we're still good friends. Yeah. Usually, uh, like, most of my good or important friends in my life, it's, it's a wrestling connection there. Right. But, um, so you know, like, how deep that history is. And so, like, you don't really think about it when you go there, but you kind of, like, it's in the back of your mind that you're a part of history in one way or another. Oh, yeah. You're uh, part of everything that we watched growing up in some way or another. Um, even if it's a three-minute match or if it's, uh, you know, being an extra, you know, security extras, you know, I, I've done yeah. that kind of stuff. It's still, it's, it's, it's wow. This was on Monday Night Raw. I, I, I grew up watching Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Like, 
I was one of these guys that would would tape everything and then never even go back and watch it. But I just had to tape it and I just had to. Have it. <laughs> so like in that aspect, it's it's really cool because now you know how many years later and you're working for that company. Yeah. In some way. Oh, yeah. Um, AEW a little bit of the same, but now I've been in the game now, and I you know a lot of these guys are familiar. Like I said, some guys are even more on my level because it's more independent, you know, right. in AEW more than more so than WWE. The the structure and the training is different, but still walking in AEW, I heard a lot of good things about it. I heard that it's this is a really chill environment. Uh, the locker room is cool, and you're going to have a good time here. There's, there's no pressure. Just go out and do your thing. And so far, everything that I've heard about it, you know, was true. So I'm having a good time there, too. Awesome. And uh, did you, were you fortunate enough to be there with uh, Brody Lee? Yeah. So that was, I believe, the anniversary show that we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I saw him there. And right. maybe, maybe one other time after that. And then apparently that's when he got sick. Jeez. So, I mean, everything happened so fast, and I'm sure nobody knew that nobody knew the, what the end result was going to, you know, that was really going to be a factor, like like death. But, right. you know, uh, I saw him uh, around WWE, you know, like when I, whenever I was there. Yeah. Um, so I can't really – I know him, but I don't know him on a personal level. Okay. So, you know, I can't really share too many stories like that, but I just know that – you know, a lot of people are saying what a family man he was. So, like, mm-hmm. that the older I get, that means uh, more than anything to me. So, and, you know, seeing his son, Brody Jr., come around, you know, it's just like you can't help but get emotional about it. Right. And it's really cool that the company is, you know, doing a lot of cool things for uh, the kid, for the, for the family in general, uh, to try to keep, you know, Brody's memory alive a little bit. So... Right, good. Sad how it happened, but I mean, uh, wasn't that the theme of last year of all these sad deaths and a lot of like tragedy going on, and you know, specifically in the last year? So that was just that was just another case of it. Yeah, we're glad to put 2020 behind us and uh, looking for good big things in 2021. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, so uh, let's say you have a Fatal four-way match. Who's the three guys? Who's the three guys you want to see in there? Who? Joe Khalil. Uh, <laughs> bring it on, Maluda. Bring it on. You, Khalil. I'll think of another one. All right. Another. Let's make it a three-way dance. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. You bring the table. I'll bring the ladder. He'll bring. He'll bring the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fatal four way with who? Anyone you want. Who's your dream fatal four way match? Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, like I feel like when everybody answers this, you have to roll with your favorites, right? So, so who's your favorites? Who you got? Come on, you know who my favorite is. Come on, HBK. HBK is one of them. <laughs> um, I'll go with Jericho. Okay. And uh, let's say Van Dam. All right. Well, Van Dam, HBK, Jericho. I got my money on Sean Maluda. That's a fire match now. That is. I got my money. My money on Sean Maluda. Everybody, everybody in their primes, of course. <laughs> right, right, right. Not anything. Yeah. 
So, uh, so, so what hip hop artists you listening to these days? We know you've been into that. These days, it's it's kind of hard. I kind of stick to my to my guys. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think it, I mean if you're going if you're going current, I'd say uh, Meek Mill, maybe Little Baby. Um, but you know it always it always comes back to Tupac, the Wu Tangs. Yeah. You know the, the DMXs. You know it's it's kind of like wrestling. It's like the it's the music is there, but it's not quite the same. You know, it's I guess even all all across the board, sports is like that. So you got you kind of got to navigate what's good and what's not these days. A lot of people don't like the trap rap era going on. <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah. This you know I don't I don't I don't tune it out completely. There's some good stuff mixed in there. But it always comes down to the classics. All right. Do you remember that night going to see DMX at 1 a.m. in Manhattan? 100%. And, and, and you parked your car. We forgot where you parked. Man, I was so green back then. <laughs> well, first of all, we probably got into, almost got into two accidents on the way there because I, I didn't even know how to drive or shit. No, you didn't. We were in the tunnel. You hit every cone in the tunnel. And there were about <laughs> 70 to 80 cones <laughs> you, you hit as you were driving. For sure. I think they're still knocked over those cones. I don't know if anybody picked it up. Yeah, and I remember DM, DMX had to be at least three hours late. Oh, yeah. It, it was like an 8 p.m. show. He didn't, he didn't come to like 1 a.m. There was no opening act, nothing. B.B. Kings, wasn't it? That was in Times Square, B.B. Kings. You got stuff. that right. <laughs> yeah. And then we had our share of Met Games. We, 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 we had the Shush Kebab guy outside. $2 Shush Kebabs. You know, even though they never got it done, that was, that was some good times. I know it was. I'm always going to be biased. Uh, you know my favorites, Jose Reyes. Yeah. Hey, bro. I mean, <laughs> they should have got, got at least one during that yeah, era. I know. Tell me about it. So I got I to ask, Tom Brady, is he not the greatest of all time? <laughs> well, I mean, since it's so fresh and, and, and coming off of what he just did, I mean, how can you not? Yeah. How, how can he not be? Although, although I mean, I, I won't bring up that, that Patriot Falcon. No, no, no. Please no, don't. no, we're not. We're, we're going to edit that out. Don't worry. Please don't. <laughs> um, what, can you, what can you really say about it? Yeah. I don't think you've seen, like, another, another guy in another sport produce like that. You could say like Jordan and stuff, right? But you know, doing it with another coach now, he, you know, I'm sure he's got he handpicked a lot of his staff, which helps too. But he can do that because he's Tom Brady, and now he's going to the Super Bowl. Nobody's going to question him. <laughs> but sure. yeah, give it up to him. He, he's doing it. I think that's the true measure of how he's he's pulling it off now with a whole new team and a whole new coach. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I did hear him say in an interview a while back that he chose Tampa Bay because he wanted to be close to Sean Maluda in Florida. I don't know. You know, that, that was in an interview I read. So if, if there's any truth to that, it, it was on the Internet. I don't know. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right. So 100 years from right now, right, all this is said and done. Your wrestling career is over. What do you want people to remember the name Sean Maluda as? Um, to be honest, just somebody that was just determined, uh, just my ambition, just, just to get it done. Uh, a lot of people counted me out since day one, uh, whether it be a size factor, yeah. whether it be, um, just, you know, making, uh, 
different moves than a lot of other, you know, or uh, the family thing uh, being a detriment to me. Uh, I, I embrace everything. I embrace all the challenges, and it, it just that that adds to my drive. I already, yeah. I already, I already tried to go uh, to live without this business, and I can't. So that's my uh, motivation factor for for right now. But also over the years, um, I've learned that it's still just wrestling, and uh, life is bigger than that. So it's really all about having a good life, good home, having a good family life, surrounding yourself with good friends that 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 keep you up, yeah. and. Uh, that's more important than anything to me, uh, and all and all that adds to to my drive to do this. So, I would just uh, like to be remembered for my ambition. All right. Well, I gotta say, I could vouch for that because you know we we grew up together, had the same group of friends and this and that. And when you left, you know there was some some chirping I heard. Yeah, Maluda, he's small. That guy, he ain't going nowhere. This that. But uh, don't cut yourself short. You made it. You did. I don't care what anybody says. You made it. If if your wrestling career ended today, right now, you made it. You did. So I do. I truly believe that. And uh, that ambition got you where you are today, where you are. And, and don't let it go because you need to keep going. Oh, yeah. For sure. Did you? Uh, all right. We, we don't want to hold you too much longer, but I do want to ask this. That uh, that ball I hit off you in stickball, has it landed yet or what? Because I, I, to me, I have. I think it may not have landed. Man, if the fans only knew. <laughs> the fans, the fans only knew. <laughs> I don't know. If you hit that ball, like you claim you did, I can't say nothing. What was the ball planted? I don't think it's been proven. It hasn't been proved. It hasn't. Was the ball planted? I don't know. I, don't think I closed we'll my know. eyes, I swung, and from there, I don't know what happened. So, I don't think we'll ever know. I'm not retired from the, the sport of stickball. You're not, huh? I'm not. What? So if you want smoke, you just let me know. Did you hear me? I heard you. All right. You ready for this? We're what? doing it. We'll set it up. Let's do it. If I got to come out there to Florida myself, we're doing it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. It's on. It's on. Listen, I don't back down from a challenge, okay? Maybe maybe I'll uh maybe I'll sell my soul soon and uh, <laughs> um, come back and, and come back for a Mets game when they're when they're letting people in. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready for that. I, I got the ticket whenever you're ready. Let's do it's it. Yours. Um and you do know though, honestly. When, when you go out there and win that AEW title one day, I got first shot at that. I'm the number one contender for your AEW title. Hey, man, you got to Don't forget. How many times, man? <laughs> I'm going to have to hit him up. I'm going to tell him I'm number one contender. I'm just, you know I'm, I'm just a wrestler. I'm not a booker. <laughs> <laughs> I will book that stickball fight, though. All right. I'm ready. I am ready when you are. Uh, anything you want to say to your fans that, that are following you? Because believe me, you, you have more. You have more than you even know. No man, follow me, follow me at Savakik on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, keep watching AEW Dark every Tuesday, 7 p.m. and AEW Dynamite every Wednesday, 8 p.m. All right, you got that right. Well, sure. Maluda, thank you so much, my brother. Yeah,
Yes, Shalyn, it's been an honor to speak with you. And uh, for real, you haven't changed one bit, and that's what we love about you. So keep that going. You're the man. All right, so Savat Kick all over it. Go follow Sean Maluda, A.W. Doc, my man. Thank you. Anything Thank you. goes podcast. You're the best. Hey, Alex. Yeah? Tell these fine-looking people where they can find us. Well, they could find us on Instagram at anythinggoespodny, on Twitter at anythinggoesny, and shoot us an email at agpodny at gmail.com. That's right. And y'all can listen to all of our episodes on any streaming platform where podcasts can be found. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review because anything goes with Greg and Alex. Phone home, phone home, phone home! Yeah, 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 yeah. All eyes on Maluda. All eyes on Maluda. <laughs> Yo, Sean Maluda, thanks again so much. Yeah. You really are the best. And uh, growing up, we had our, you know, our favorite wrestlers growing up. Mm-hmm. But now my favorite wrestler. Yes. Sean Maluda. Yes. For you, sure. You know I am all about the high flyers. You are. I've always been. That's true. And For sure. Yeah. So, actually, I'm almost sure that the first time I met Maluda was at one of his shows. We went. Right. I'm like 99% sure. And I watched him like, oh my God, like this kid's really good. Like, you know, sometimes you, you, you know, I think I knew you for like a year. And I was like, oh, okay, his friend's wrestling. Like, it's probably just one of those like, you know. Backyard yeah, wrestling. Yeah, like that. silly. Right. And I'm like, oh, this kid's like really good. Uh-huh. And he was flipping all over the place. And his kicks, I love the super kick. So it was, I'm, I'm a kick type gal i like all the kick for sure you know finisher type of thing so um i was definitely sold quick yeah and he's super cool like he is chilled out and everything so yeah and uh you know what really stood maluda out from everybody else in my eyes honestly just like the jive he has Mm -hmm. and he legitimately yeah lives for for this business he does definitely i mean he he all day, you know, that that's what he does. Yeah. And it, it really does show. I mean, I've seen him from when he was a, uh, a teenage, you know, wrestler, just right. messing around, backyard yeah. wrestling for what they say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, the, the difference he's made and just the improvements he's he's shown over the years. Yeah. It's crazy. He went from that to, to a legit professional wrestler. On TV. I know. It's so weird turning on the TV and seeing him and being like, oh my God, I know him. <laughs> right, right. But for real, like I said, it's like he's my little brother. And to see that, it makes me so happy. Yeah. And he will now, with with the age of the internet and all these streaming services, mm-hmm. he will live forever yeah. in the wrestling Literally. business. Yeah. And yeah. it's nice too, like we, we were saying earlier, um, representing Staten Island. Yep. There's a lot of people we know too who tried, you know, are from Staten Island or from the area and try to do certain things and it's like you know, the way they are you almost like 
ah, they didn't make it because they don't deserve it. And they're not humble and they're not, you know, they just want it handed to them or whatever it might be. Where you, then you have Maluda where he's just like, I'm going to bust my ass to get what I want. And he's just, like you said, super humble, which, yeah, you know, is nice. And, uh, and he literally has wrestling blood in his veins. Yeah. Like literally. literally. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it shows. And man, that's awesome. And another one of my favorite things about just, you know, well, one, like you said, he, he still represents Staten Island. And the merchandise he has is, you know, Shaolin yeah, yeah. and Wu Tang. Yeah. And he, I love it. when he, you know, has matches from Staten Island, New York, mm-hmm. he, you know, he, he still represents hard. And that's so awesome. Yeah. And another thing I love is when I have conversations with people, wrestling fans, and just a casual conversation, and mm-hmm. they don't know, you know, that I'm friends with him and right, I know him. Right. And I'll drop his name and like, yeah, man, I, you know, I, I seen Sean Maluda yeah, in, I watch him in and... this tournament and mm-hmm. this and that, and he's a great wrestler. And then, you know, depending who they are and how they are, I might, you know, say, You're yeah, like, oh, I grew I knew up with him, him yeah. and this and that. But it's just cool that people don't even know that I know him and they know who he is. Right. It's different if they already knew and then they're saying it because you're like, yeah. do they actually feel that way or? Right. I mean, what, I, but... I'm not going to lie. Most of the time, I'd be like, yeah, I know him. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I you don't, front. I'm like, guess what? Guess what? Yeah. Guess yeah. What? <laughs> I won't front. I do. But, you know, it's just so awesome to see it. Yeah. And, uh, and we also have so much in common growing up. That's what, you know, brought us together is right. obviously wrestling. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's big into sports and we're both big Met fans. Yeah. And you know how much, like, who's my favorite baseball player of all time? Of all time? Of all time. Well, oh, I mean, Pedro, but there's Reyes, too, yeah, so. right. Reyes. I mean, Jose Reyes. Yeah. And he, you know, he loved, growing up, it was like Mike Piazza and that, right. and Dara Strawberry. Reyes and, just had that, but it's yeah. you, like, the way he would, like, you know, taunt yeah. The pitcher to he's try a to showboater, you know. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So, it's literally you. you know. <laughs> and then uh, we had our fair share of poker games. Mm-hmm. I've heard some good stories about the poker games. <laughs> Those two 3 a.m. poker games in, in the basement, two table poker games going. All legal. Of course, all legal. Yeah, yeah. We weren't underage or anything. None of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, talk, we, to, we were... talk to... Mama Rothberg about that. Yeah. We, we were we were 21-year-old teenagers, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, it makes sense. It was one of those things where I'd rather them here than out doing bad stuff. All right. right. No, I mean, yeah, we didn't do anything no, bad. I know, we I know. Just, you know. It's just funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In that old Jewish basement. Uh-huh. Still looks exactly the same. Right, right. It, is, it does. Is the story when another friend um, lost, got mad, and punched your ceiling and broke it? Oh, Yeah. That's, like, was he there for that, Maluda? It's quite possible. Mm-hmm. Quite possible. Um, it was like 2.30 in the morning. and It's still broken now to this day, yeah, by the way. You couldn't vouch for that. Yes. Uh, one of the guys in the game got, you know, went all in and got beat by a bad beat hand. Mm-hmm. And just stood up and like uppercutted my ceiling. <laughs> and when I tell like you... Those, you know where the... Um, what is it? The the vents or whatever, are like so it's dropped lower, like down yeah. lower a little bit. So this that part of the ceiling's a little bit lower. Yeah, it's dropped down from the rest so. ceiling. When I tell you, it shook my entire house. Yeah, well, because it was the vent. What is it? The the, the vents. So I don't know what yeah, they're called. The duct vents. The or ducts. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's that like it goes throughout the house. So it was like... my entire house shook at two thirty in the morning <laughs> because of it. And uh, 
And even that, when we played poker, we'd throw in like old school, you know, Royal yeah, Rumbles cool. and WrestleManias, and that was our thing. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> we uh, don't want to get too much into it, but we had our share of street fights. That's Staten Island. We don't condone that, so we no. don't want to get. But if you into grew it. up in Staten Island, it was like, oh, you're from Great Kills, well, I'm from Grand City, and we're gonna fight. Like it was. Yeah. Old. But I will say it was the infamous street fight on the corner of my block. Oh, yeah, I've heard. And ambulance was involved, and DJ Khalil was there, and somebody may or may not have had to get staples in their head and, and all that and stuff. And referred to themselves as Tupac? Yeah. <laughs> and as, the, as they were getting stretched out into the ambulance, they gave the Tupac salute. So of funny. uh Yeah, as uh, that was happening, and... Somebody else's car got batted out and all that. But, hey, that's, like you said, Staten Island. That's the streets we yeah. grew up in. And I'd like to say they got better. Uh, they got better when it comes to fights. Yeah, I but, know. But now it's a different type of bad. Yeah. But, hey, that's why we like when people make it out and make it big and, you know. I just want to mention, I never got into a fight. Everyone liked me. <laughs> that I, I've heard differently. I got uh, to one. Uh, no, I've heard of a pedigree story uh, that you may uh, no, or may not have up. taken place in. That was <laughs> so. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's funny. Um, no, so growing up, literally, I was, and I, when I say growing up, I mean I was like 12, 13 years old. I was obsessed. It was Attitude Era, obsessed. You know, um, I loved Lita, so I was all about like just I wanted my hair purple and I wanted to wear what she wore and stuff. But anyway. Um, so me and like the kids on my block, we'd always be like, oh, okay, we're going to wrestle and I'll be this person and you be this wrestler and you be this. And then we'd set up what the match is going to be and who's going to win. You know, we would, whatever. So one day me and one of the kids from the block were hanging out waiting for the rest of the kids to come out. And I was like, oh, when they come out, let's say that I pedigreed you. I don't know where it came from. We're children. Remember, I was like 13, 12. And we're like let's say that I pedigreed you and I, I cut your face or something like that. None of them believed it. So I was like, no, I really did. And then I <laughs> convinced him to let me actually pedigree him okay. on the ground. Like, it, I mean, it was like grass, but it was hard. It wasn't, you know. Right. And then he got up and he went, my nose and <laughs> ran home. I felt bad. Well, but there hey, you go. listen, they were telling me that I didn't do something. I had to prove that but I did. But you do realize when you watch like wrestling on TV, it says like, do not try this at home. Like, these are professionals doing this. Are you this. talking to me about um, that? Are you kidding me? You... Well, <laughs> I'm just, can we talk about your backyard and you had a old, like, homeless man commentate your ma wrestling matches? Well, yeah, but that was a ladder match. That was different. Oh, okay. We, we hung a championship belt from a basketball hoop and had to pull the belt down from the hoop to be the oh, champ. Oh, goodness. There was many times in our childhoods that we probably shouldn't have made it any further, <laughs> yeah. but, but we did. I, I, I was... I don't know. I don't think it was an old homeless man. I'm just, I had to, you know, um, amp up the story a little bit. He definitely portrayed that, <laughs> for sure. Whether he wasn't or wasn't, he definitely played it to, to perfection. Okay. Well, maybe that was his gimmick. And he, he was our commentator. Hey. And he would drink from what he would say was soda. Right, I'm sure it was. And we had that on camera saying it's, 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 it's soda. And it wasn't soda. It took him a while to, 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 to come up with, <laughs> oh, I'll say soda. Yeah, and he would commentate our, our matches. Yeah. So, uh, that's funny. But I, I also have been known to throw multiple super kicks in my life. 
Yeah, there's footage elsewhere. There's footage and there's stories of somebody being passed out and I threw a super kick to wake them up and the rest of the night they sat there holding their teeth. <laughs> and that's a true story. <laughs> that is that is 100% true. That's I, awful. I, I had to wake them up. So I gave so them a little, your way of- some sweet chin music and they sat there in a chair the rest of the night for well over an hour just holding their teeth. Because when you connect, you connect. <laughs> what can I say? That's a true story. Oh, God. Uh, so, back, back to Meluda. <laughs> <laughs> so, he thinks he has his savat kick. I've, uh, I've been known to throw one or two super kicks myself in my, my heyday. I've seen some. I have. Um, do you know how we know that Meluda made it? Like, made it. How we know? How, like, the world knows. Like, all right, like... If somebody says, like, oh, Maluda, did he make it? You know, this, that. Like, do you know how we know that? All right, Sean Maluda, he made it? To me, I think because, like you said, he's in the history books forever. Well, yes, but also because the man has his own Wikipedia page. Yes. For sure. if you Google him, his birthday comes up. I mean, (laughs) I actually, you better vouch for this, I actually knew his birthday. You did know his birthday. Because I am weird like that. Do you even know my birthday? No. No. <laughs> for whatever reason, I for, you did. I don't know why I remembered it. And I remember that his year is close to mine. Right. So right. Uh, I'm weird with numbers. But yeah. But we you Googled. We were like, let's Google his name. Let's just see what comes yeah. up. In a Wikipedia page, his birthday comes up. We're like, yeah, this guy. There's like guy. a whole wrestling fandom page right? based on him. And You Google my name. My Facebook doesn't even come up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and, and you can really, you know, see all the like main roster, you know, competitors he competed against. Yeah, yeah. And these guys are like legit names today. One being a champion, like the main champ in one of the top feds in the world. Right. And Maluda faced him. Yeah. So uh, I love it. Yeah. Um, another Sick. story we spoke about in the interview was our DMX night. Right, I've heard this story. Yeah, I honestly, I feel like I was there. Yeah, that's how many times I've, not many times, but like how, how I've, yeah, how many times I've heard this story. So uh, I'll tell it quick. I'll okay. make a long story short. But uh, you know, like I said, Maluda was like our little brother, and he was you know the younger one, and mm-hmm. that's why we'd always like have his back because you know that he was our people. Yeah. So we would go to all the time. We go to Met games. We would go, you know, constant Met games all the time, and right. there'd be a shish kebab there guy shish kebab guy there selling two dollar shish kebabs with a piece of italian bread on the top and toasty italian bread and give me that shish kebab and man that was the good days mm. and we would play stickball all the time and you know we'd always be driving him everywhere because right. he was younger right we, right we had the, the license we yeah. had the car so he finally got his license he it was like first day first That's day insane. he just passed his driver's license his driver's test and he got his driver's license and dmx was performing in the city in times square and BB Kings, and we said, Maluda, we're going, and it's your turn to drive. I would lose my mind. And he's like, drive to Manhattan? Yep, you're driving. So we got in his car, me, DJ Khalil, Sean Maluda, and uh, he drove through the tunnel. Now it's the U Carry Tunnel, whatever it's called. Right. And, uh, oh man, he hit every cone in that tunnel. so funny. Because that tunnel, it's a small little narrow tunnel. It's literally like if you go... An inch left or right, like you're going to hit the yeah, wall or you're yeah, going to hit... Yeah, exactly. If you go an inch to the right, you're, you're crashing the wall. If you go an inch to the left, you're hitting the cones. Right. And he hit every damn cone That's there so was funny. in that tunnel. Oh, my God. That's dangerous, but it's funny <laughs> now that everyone's okay. Yeah. And then uh, 
we went and we, you know, found a spot in the street because to park in Manhattan, it's like $50. Mm-hmm. So we went to the show. It was like 8 p.m. show. DMX shows up at 1, 1 a.m. to perform. Does his thing. We're there for like five hours just waiting the opening oh my act. Oh, gosh. The show ends at, what, like 2.30. We go out. No idea we parked his car. Okay, so I'm going to... No idea. I'm going to let you know what would have changed this part of the story. <laughs> what? If you guys knew me at this point, <laughs> yeah. you would not have lost your car. No, no. Just like you don't have. lose your keys and wallet as much. As anymore. much. It's still, but not as much. Yes. But and I we, always put down the street corners where we yeah. park. So we remember. But also, this was like pre like. Uh, technology. Yeah, like pre like smartphone technology That's true. stuff. So where would I even have So, put? I mean, we did have cell phones, but they weren't like they were today. Phones, yeah, or yeah, Nokia, and it's the, like, the brick phones. Yeah, it wasn't really a thing to be like, oh, take a picture of the, you know, street signs and all that. It's just, right, right. You just remember it. You know, you just kind of. I mean, you guys were just still getting a kick out of wow we survived his yeah yeah here. yeah <laughs> right right and uh and actually my uncle's wedding was that next day oh wow oh so that wasn't that long before no you you i met you yeah oh wow my uncle's wedding next day yeah because yeah i think he got married like two years before yeah you, yeah and uh we didn't find a car till like 5 a.m <gasps> oh my goodness and I had to, you know, get up super early for for the next day for the wedding. Oh and originally it was like, okay, 8 p.m. concert. Right. You should so be you home by like 12. You should know rap concerts never I start. know. We've been to so many. I know. At big venues also. But that, 1 a.m. I know, that's crazy. And then to not find, like literally we found a car like 5 a.m. We I remember we had to split up. I think DJ Khalil like hopped in a cab to like pay the cab driver, like what? drive up and down streets to oh find. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh man. What, and what how long did it take you to find it? Like over three hours. Like easily over three hours. But didn't you say like, oh, well, I guess it, the city's tough. Because yeah. you literally walk one block the wrong direction and you That's are... it, yeah. And like Did I... you guys lose your mind when you found the car? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like you would think like we were like game seven of the World and Series. Find yeah, like inning off. twenty, and yeah, like right. we were celebrating like and <laughs> and we're like, oh, did it get robbed? Did it get oh, you know? Shoot. Uh, did it get stolen? Did it get towed? Did we, you know the city is all different signs? Right. Like maybe parked somewhere. And you know me with cars. They all look the same. Too. I don't know what car is what. Like, so I'm if looking for a car. You tell like, him. Oh, okay. I have. Uh, let's just. I'm trying to think of a car. Okay, I have a. I have a gray Nissan Altima. He'll just point to every single gray car or truck. Yeah. Is that it? Oh, there it is. Is that it? Is like. Literally like, has literally like true story. How many times have we been on road trips? And as we're driving to pass the time, you you quiz me on cars. What car is that? Yeah. What car? Because for I don't whatever know. reason, I grew up. I don't know. I guess I I just grew up no like I know all types of cars and this yeah. and that and expensive ones and non expensive and just I don't know like Nissan. <laughs> like who doesn't know Nissan? It says it on the symbol. Right. And I'll be like, what car is that? What car is that? But you've been getting better. I have, but at the time I wasn't, and no. there's probably a good chance that I passed his car that night several times and just didn't know. I mean, there's a chance. I don't know, but wow. yeah, but we spent hours and one a night, and uh, yeah, and then we went to our fair share of wrestling shows, mm-hmm. um, Atlantic City and all these places and wrestling conventions, and uh, I don't know. We, we've done our thing. He's before, I mean, you do it now, but he's been to Haunted Houses with us. Yeah. And uh, we we got we got to make that happen. 
Yeah, I've never him. been. Come on, I that's know. my thing too I now. Know, so uh, that's not fair. I missed the prime Maluda time. You did. You did. I didn't even mean. But but now now he's in his prime. Well, yes, I yeah. missed the prime Staten Island. Right. Growing up, Maluda. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember he used to drive hours and hours away to go train and to mm. go wrestle. And, you know, it's like, it's way easier as like a teenager and especially teenage boy to be like, nah, I don't want to go, you know, train right now. Right, right. On a Saturday when we're all hanging out. Yeah, all my but... friends are hanging out and they're going wherever or something. Exactly. Yeah. And he was like, no, bro, I got to, you know, I got to go do Dedication it. Dedication since yeah. day one. And he did and he stuck with it. And I wish, you know... Everybody had that ambition, that drive to really, that you know, work ethic. Yeah, and to follow your dreams. Because since you know he was super young, and since I knew him, he's like, yeah, I want to be, you know, on TV, and I want to wrestle, and I'm going to do what it takes, and just getting up and moving to a different state. Right, that's hard. Yeah, and to leave, and we know you a know, couple people who did that. Yeah, and to leave his mom here and his friends and his yeah. family and his whole life just to you know go out there and. Thanks a lot for leaving. Like. Like, a lot of Greg's friends left, like, a year before I met him. And it's really upsetting to me because <laughs> I like a lo- I like most of them. Yeah. <laughs> I like all of them, actually. Yeah, I mean, most of them. No, I don't know. Which I have to ones, think about who it which is. Which ones don't you like? No, I, I, I actually do. the. So we know a lot of people who moved to the West Coast, California. And then we yeah. know Maluda who lives, moved to Florida. Right. And I love all of them. And I'm yeah. like, why? Like, I'm so yeah. selfish. I'm like, why don't they live here? It's not fair. I want to hang out with all of them, like, constantly. I know, but but they went and they bettered themselves. I know. They all them. have great lives, and as I can't even imagine them being any better than what they are now. Yeah. So As selfish as we are, wanting them here to just hang, and I mean, I'm, I'm so happy that they did. I owe oh, me too. And we keep I in am. touch, so thank yeah, of course, God yeah. for phones. <laughs> and look, and look at Maluda coming back to his, you know, roots and being like, you know, I don't really do these interviews. I don't really do these oh, podcasts, but he did it for us because that's yeah, the type of person that, he is. That actually, I was like, oh, it's super yeah. like cool. He's loyal. Him. That's that's who he is. That's right. He's loyal, and he's one that doesn't forget where he came from. No, definitely not. And it's easy to. There's a lot of people. It's very. You hear these stories. These people come up, and they're great, and they're humble, and they're such nice guys or girls. And then they get a little bit of you know, even slightly, not even. As much as he has. Yeah. Just a little bit. And they just get this big head and they just forget. Yeah. Not him. I well, listen, like I, I would I would have to think about this. But on the spot, if I had to think about like all my friends who, you know, ventured out to do things, mm-hmm. I honestly, genuinely think that Maluda made it the biggest. Well, I mean. Yeah. I do. Je- honestly. I mean, yeah. I, I can't think of somebody else right now who, you know. They has a bigger all, name than Sean Maluda. They all, like, made a life for themselves. Yes. And, and they're all so successful good. in yeah. their own ways. But, like, again, going back to... Not that it, you know, makes you more of a success if you're on television. But, I mean, like, realistically, we literally watch them on shows we watch yeah. every single week. Growing up, yeah. Just, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's wild. It is. And I've had friends on, you know, TV shows and in movies and this and that. But wrestling, we've watched our whole lives. It's... Yeah, it's like a part of us. I grew yeah. up with it since I was, I don't know, eight. Yeah. Since I was allowed to watch it, right. kind of. <laughs> right. And and like I said, the man's got his own Wikipedia page. That's insane. So, and and it's legit too. There's a lot. Right. It's not one of those cheap Wikipedia, Wikipedia yeah. pages. It's it's legit. So, so just Google Shaw Maluda. Yeah. And uh, and if you don't know, 
Now you know. <laughs> uh, all right, so so let's get into this quick. Go. Uh, let's talk a bit about wrestling. Okay. Cool. Because you know we we watch it every week. We do for years and years and years and years. I grew up on it. Mm-hmm. Now you know our nephews watch it. Yes. And we have the opportunity to just you know share that moment with them. Yeah, we went which to is a awesome. holiday house show at MSG with them pre-COVID last year, right before right. COVID was a thing. Right. And it was one of I feel like us and them we will remember it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. We, um. Go ahead. One of my favorite moments. Okay, mm-hmm. my favorite moment. Not one of. It's mine. So Randy Orton had a match with AJ, AJ Styles. Styles, which was actually a pretty good match. Very good match, yeah. Um, it was over, and Orton came out, pinpointed our nephews, mm-hmm. who were going, Randy Orton, Orton, Orton you know, calling them. Because uh, we it, it never happened before, but we were sitting ringside. We, we had to do it for our nephews. Yes. It yeah. was the first real live show we were bringing them to with yeah. re- you know like the top notch you know Orton and Styles like it was like yeah the main event so we guys. wanted to show them like look like this you know, listen our nephews are like everything to us so right. you know we spoil them we love yeah our niece and nephews they're just they're the best um, and then Orton came over to them and literally had like a moment and he did the click yeah the um, NWO click yeah, to them to them and they were just like oh my god and then our oldest nephew turned around and he goes he touched me here here share it and he touched all of us so that we get a, <laughs> we get to you know share in the Randy Orton yeah touch oh it was it was just amazing and then just everything that they remember still to this day um, the tag teams they remembered Otis right. they yeah, remembered yeah. it was it was great yeah, they watched a movie after a wrestling movie afterwards, and Otis was in it. Right, and they were like, "Oh, he he's the guy that we he saw wrestling." He was wrestle. funny. He was in the wrestling match. And yeah. then we brought them to a book signing meet and greet with John Cena. That was, I feel like that wasn't even real. So we we were really uh, we spoiled them. Yeah, so like I I would just put myself back into like when I was a kid, and by far my favorite wrestler like when I was a kid their age was Hulk Hogan, and like I wouldn't even. I couldn't even imagine, like, meeting him when I was their age. Right. Like, I couldn't. And, and then, actually, real quick, sorry. No, that's fine. After we met John Cena, our nephew said, oh, so now we know John Cena is real. Yes. Yeah, so they thought he was, and this is how they explained it to us. Yeah. They thought he was, like, Spider-Man who just, you know, goes on TV and portrays. Yeah, somebody plays, like, Spider-Man. Like, Spider- how there's the actor. Somebody plays the Incredible Hulk. He thought John Cena was just playing John Cena. Yeah, well, there was, was somebody actor. playing him. Right. Yeah. So they th- and it's funny when we told them the night before, oh, tomorrow we're gonna go to meet John Cena. They're like, okay. They thought it was like a An like actor. Mickey Mouse, like the, yeah. the you know, well, even though Mickey Mouse is real, yeah. but but just somebody pretending to be him. Yeah. And when they saw him, they were like, oh, that's yeah. Ap-. They like didn't even know what to do, what to say. And it's funny, our our quietest middle nephew, um. Was the one going up, like, just... John Cena was... At one point, he was on a stage reading... It was for a book. Yeah, book signing. Yeah, and John Cena walked up the stage, and our middle nephew walked right up to him and was like, hey, shake my hand. <laughs> and Cena shook his hand. Right. He had no... He was like, listen, if I'm going to be able to meet him, I'm going to meet him. Yeah. And then he arm-wrestled him. He did, and he did the you can't see me to him. Yeah. It was a really so, cool uh, moment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I can't even imagine, you know, meeting... Hulk Hogan at that age although like 25 years later I did meet Hulk Hogan and I totally marked out and oh, I you still marked out. partly get made fun of for that but 
Oh, the care. picture. We need to post that. <laughs> the picture. He literally. You see him, and you're like, "Aw, yeah." Look at him, Mark. I don't out. care. Like that hard. Was, that was like a lifelong dream of mine. Oh, of course. It was really cool, mm-hmm. even for me. And yeah. I didn't grow up in the Hulk Hogan era. No, but I, of course, no. I, you know. And uh, we have in our basement, in a Kate. display case, mm-hmm. uh, Hulk Hogan belt autographed by him, mm-hmm. and right next to that is a Shawn Michaels HBK hat. Signed by Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And so Hulk Hogan was my child childhood, yeah. you know, favorite. And then Shawn Michaels is who I am from a teenager to, to now. I, I am Shawn Michaels. So I mean, you, if you guys ever watch me, if you ever watch any WrestleMania and you see Shawn Michaels fighting, you know how you, our nephews you thought me. that an actor played John Cena? Well, Greg actually, he's, he's Shawn Michaels. He plays Shawn Michaels. I mean, for real, there probably wasn't still as. Parts of my life that I feel like I am him. So I do. When think you he... super kicked like everyone <laughs> of your friends growing up. Yeah. So he <clears throat> instantly became like my favorite. How like Mike Piazza was my young, right, right. you know, childhood, and Jose Reyes was my. Uh, which I we have a Jose Reyes signed jersey in our basement we too. We do. Maluda. So come get some. Yeah. Come check uh, it out. Yeah. <laughs> So Shawn Michaels was from I guess my teenage years to now, mm-hmm. my all time favorite, and yeah, I don't know. Wrestling uh, is just so good; it really is. When you can sit back and just really enjoy for what it is. Yes, so that's the thing. There's all the people out there, and pretty much all of my family, who are like, "It's fake! It's fake!" It's like, okay, so every single show you watch is a a real show that depicts real things that are happening in life no it's an escape from what's going on and it's like a soap opera yes at times but it's great and it's athletic and it's fun to watch and i love the storylines listen i'll I'll steal a line from my dad because it's his favorite wrestler oh god but if it's fake take an f5 from brock lesnar right tell me it's fake right because man i get up off the couch the wrong way and i have (laughs) You know, a Actually, back I almost took a suplex from DJ Cleo. Yeah, on exactly. my birthday, he almost suplexed me. So, so, I mean, yeah, that stuff—they feel it. They put their lives and their bodies at risk. Yeah, and injuries do happen. And Maluda even got injured at one point, mm. and he had to rehab hard. And he's back, and that stuff happens. That's real life. Yeah. So, I don't care what anybody says. Until like you get in the tell- ring and you take a body slam from... Right. You're going to tell me... And listen, I love baseball. I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. Yeah. But you're going to tell me that baseball players take harder hits on their body than wrestlers? Right. Like, you know, it, right. come on. They break a, like a little pinky nail and they're like, okay, they're out for three weeks. <laughs> but yeah. I don't get me wrong. I love it. But, you know. But yeah, wrestling... Like you said, I was, as you were saying, like Hulk Hogan and then Shawn yes. Michaels. So who was your favorites growing up? Growing up. So I was obsessed. It's Okay, so if I have to go girl, because I'm a girl, Lita was... I You li- are? I know sometimes it's like you can't tell, but I am. <laughs> um, Lita was literally who... Like, you know how you're like, oh, you were Shawn Michaels? Like, no, I literally right. was Lita. I dressed like her. When I, As soon as my parents let me dye my hair, my hair was dyed purple and pink and all these different colors um i loved her i still love her i follow her on social media she's i love her um but i love dx they were just funny and like at that age it was like i probably shouldn't be i probably shouldn't have been watching it 
at that age, you know. Right. But they were just so different and funny and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But it's actually a funny thing because you say you loved Hogan and then you loved Shawn Michaels. I loved Randy Orton growing up and I love him today. All right. He's been consistent in my life. Yeah. Well, good for you. And I got to meet him and it was yes. awesome. Yes, you did. We have a picture to prove it. Yeah. Uh, and then one final note on Shawn Michaels. Okay. I'm not crying, you're crying. Oh, no. But his retirement speech when at the time he... Well, not even... Re, no, not retirement. Let me let me step back one second. Okay. His, like, taking... Having to take a break from wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Because he legitimately got jumped in a bar. Right. He did. Yeah. And he had concussion and all that. And it's he insane. had to, you know, take time off from wrestling. And when he came out and gave his speech to Vince McMahon on Raw... And if you Google Shawn Michaels, Tell Me a Lie, and they have that Tell Me a Lie song playing with all his highlights. Oh, my God. I still don't know if I can watch it around people today. <laughs> Did you really cry? I'm just saying. No, really. I'm just saying Wait, I was when a was this? Kid. What year? Oh, this was... I know. It was, this was like, I don't know, like maybe... 2000? Two, maybe late 90s, 2000. Oh, yeah. That's a while ago. So... I'm trying to calculate how old you are. Yeah, I, I'll look it up right now as uh, as we talk. And and what what you'll have to do also is follow Sean Maluda on all that Instagram yes. stuff at Savat Kick. Mm-hmm. So uh, spell it for them as I look this up. S A V A T E Kick, like I kick you in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So S A V A T E K I C K. Yes. <clears throat> Savat kick, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm gonna pull this up right now. And you know what thing I uh, I'm not a fan of. What? I gotta say what that my brother's first name is Sean, and his middle name is Michaels. That's well, well, Michael. 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 <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yes. Is Michael? But it's spelled different. It is. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but yeah, you would always say that. You'd be like, oh, but you know what? Should have been born first. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah, his his real name isn't Michaels, but it's Michael. Right. That would be pretty weird if it was Michaels. Yeah. Although it's possible because your mom does blame your dad for making your middle name spelt wrong. So it would have been funny if his middle name was Michaels on accident because your dad spelt it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanna say right here it's saying nineteen ninety five. What? Can that can that be possible? Oh that's possible because then it makes sense that you cried because you were really young. Yeah, n- nineteen ninety five. You were at 11. So I was 11 years old, and that was like my my teen idol crush. I mean, my teen idol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 1995, Shawn Michaels came out on, on Monday Night Raw and gave the speech about how he... Uh, yeah, I was six. Yeah, so... Depending on the month. Wrestling is still <laughs> real to me, damn it. I lo- oh, listen. It is. Wrestling, to me, it's just like, I love it. I love, you know, but when they mess up or they don't know how to sell something i do i not scream at the tv yes 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 i'm like come on yes. what yeah. kind of botch was that i guess <laughs> oh i get so angry i listen there's a lot i love about wrestling but there's also a lot i that gets me angry about wrestling. <laughs> yeah but that's what's so good about wrestling. oh absolutely you want to love and hate things. That's yeah. like yeah. any good show. Hey, that's why they have baby face and that's why they have heels. I was just going to say it. I was just going to say you need a good villain. Um, what would you be, babyface or heel? Oh, I mean, I think everyone would just say I'd be babyface because, like, I don't know. I come off sweet and everything, which I am. Yeah. But I think I would have, like, heel 
tendencies, though. What do you think I would be? You would absolutely be heel. I would love it. But that's the thing. It's like, not Uh, because you're a bad person, but because you would just, you would be such a good heel. (laughs) You are. Like, when you, in softball, when you have to be the, like, when you have to get into the other head's team. Uh, The other team's head. The other head's team. Oh, my God. The other (laughs) team's head. (laughs) See, you got my head now. Yeah, I can. See what you did. I can do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you always do it. And it's funny, though, because they hate you. But then after the game, they love you and they want to play. Half of them play for you now. Yeah. So. Right, right, right. They play with you. They, they, you they love say. to hate me. Yeah, you're one of those heels. You yeah. are. You are. But, uh, all right. I guess we should wrap this up. Okay. Unfortunately, because we have to save so much more for a part two. Okay. So we would love to have Maluda back because when he wins his AEW title, I'm coming for it. I'm number one contender. And we have a match set up for our stickball game. Yes. And we, uh, we were big stickball players back in the day. That's another story I've heard a thousand times. Yeah. And uh, this was like, we were playing, we would play like from daylight to dark night to darkness. Dark night. Whatever it is. Okay, I messed up. Now you too. And That's good. this was like pitch black outside, like 9.30 p.m. Oh in the God. park. And it was like last inning and Maluda threw a pitch. And I swung the bat, and we couldn't couldn't see the ball for anything. And all I know is that I swung, and we couldn't find the ball, and we went looking for it, and it was like the next block over <laughs> on somebody's grass. Was it the ball that I hit? Was it planted? Was it there from early in the day? Was it there from the kids who live in that house, and they dropped the ball in their grass? I don't know, but... That's my ball that I hit, and I'm sticking to it, damn it. No <laughs> question. That's yeah. so funny that that was there. Yeah. Did you hit the ball, obviously, because it was gone. It wasn't around you yeah, guys. Yeah, so you yeah. felt yourself hit the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I couldn't see when he pitched. I just saw, you, you know, yeah. I just saw his arm go, and I just swung. And I felt the ball, like, hit off the bat. So you hit it. I but hit is it. it possible, though, that... Were you in a schoolyard, or were you in, in a schoolyard, like, yeah. So is it possible, like went far and then just kept rolling to that house or was it that far where it was like no 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 it either went listen either went like backwards over the fence behind us (laughs) it went to the left it went to the right or it went all the way out of the park over the fence across the street onto this grass all right what i believe and i'm sticking (laughs) to it that was my ball there it wasn't a ball from early in a day or the day before or the kids who lived there that was the ball Maluda pitched you know to me, and I hit it like 600 feet. You guys need to have a rematch because... That was a 600-foot shot. I've known Greg, I've known you, what, 12 years? Yeah. And when I tell you any time the two of them talk, <laughs> Greg has to be like, so, did the ball land yet? Well, like, that that's the other option. Either it went backwards over the fence, to left to the right over the fence, or the ball hasn't landed yet. Right, right. And it may or may not land sometime soon. Who knows? Or it may still be going. I don't know. But I crushed that ball. You hear that, Maluda? I crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> so so your claim to fame may be Wikipedia, WWE, <laughs> AW. But just like Al Bundy scored four touchdowns in one high school game in Pokai, I hit that home run at PS23 in Staten Island, New York, over that fence off of you. So bring it. <laughs> hey, everyone has something. Yeah, that's my claim to fame. All right. That's it. When... When my days are over on not, this earth. Not Pooh Bear. No. It's the stickball no. game. It's when my day's over on this earth and I have to be six feet under and they make, what's that, the uh, the tombstone? That's what I want written on my tombstone. Look, hit a Malu- shot off. Took Maluda deep over the fence. <laughs> At PS23. In stickball. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, yeah. 
So that's that. But all kidding aside, Maluda, you're the man. You're the best. Yes, we are your biggest fans here, and we're always going to support everything you do. And anytime you come back home to wrestle, you know we'll be there with signs yes. and screaming. I will be there with my homemade signs mm-hmm. that I put my time into, and I will lose my voice every single time, screaming super loud yeah. for you to... One other quick story, we went to see a show, you know, to see him wrestle uh, multiple times. Right, right. And there was one time he was like, you know, there were like, what, 12, 13 match in the card. He was right. like 7th or 8th, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even ninth or 10th. He was like closer to the right, end right. of the mat, of the card. And we sat there at first like nine, ten matches and like oh. didn't say a word. Yes. We yeah. were like we, and it was super just three quiet. of us. Yeah. It, it was, was me, me you and, and DJ. Yeah. yeah. Me and you, yeah. we literally were just not we would just talk to each other. Yeah. Very we were just quiet. Kinda, yo. But no, not even Maluda's match it, Maluda's music didn't even hit. It was a three way match. Right. A cruiserweight three way match. Right. And you know, match going on, we're like, Man, when's Maluda gonna fight? You know, we wanna watch him wrestle. And all of a sudden you hear over the microphone Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Uh-huh. Hold on. You guys can't have a cruiserweight match without Sean Maluda. We went bananas. Oh, my good. Like, the place, like, didn't know what to do because we went, yeah, completely Three of nuts. us? Three of us. You would think it was 30,000 people. I swear. Like, I yeah. wish we had it recorded somewhere. Like, we went, never in my life have I yeah. experienced something like, <laughs> I mean, I, it was just crazy like he came out and we went and all the people looked at us like where the hell have they been yeah because it was so out of character because we were kind of just hanging and And quiet and talking ourselves you know all the wrestling fans they were kind of like you know would yell things here and there to certain wrestlers or whatever and we would just be like well and they were probably like look at these people they don't even know what to do what's going on and then we pull out this big sign with his name on each piece of paper Uh uh-huh and we're just going nuts we were, oh man, we were screaming. So, uh, Maluda, that's what we'll do for you forever. Every time. So, we're always going to represent. We love you. Much love. All the love in the world yes. for you. And keep doing your thing because, man, we love it. We love watching you and keep doing it because yeah. you're getting better and better. And I want that AW title around my waist. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to leave you with this from uh, 1995. Oh boy. The. Uh, Oh my god. Shawn Michaels, tell me a lie. Oh, I can't. I can imagine you sitting as an 11 year as so our oldest nephew is almost 11. Yeah. Just sitting there his his size, his age, just crying. And look, and I have all highlights of his career. Oh my god. It's you know what it reminds me of like a 5th grade graduation. Yeah. And and I was there at WrestleMania 10 for his ladder match. Nice. One of the greatest matches of all time. All right. Hey, thanks for all for all He's getting choked up listen. now, guys. I can't even speak anymore. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm going to take a sip of my lemon water. <laughs> this this, this is very emotional for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Savat Kick on that social media. Follow his career because he's only getting started. Yep. As crazy as that is, it's true. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's it. Another episode of the Anything Goes podcast. We are, like, so happy and fortunate and lucky to... Not only be friends with Maluda, but to have him on our podcast talking about it yeah. and talking about him. Yeah. So uh, that's my little bro right there. Mm-hmm. I always love hearing the two of you just just tell stories. And even if it's the same stories I've heard a thousand times, <laughs> just the way you guys like get it on each other. It's just so – it's refreshing. It really is. It's just you mm. guys could not talk for a year and then talk, and it's like you just yeah. hung out. Yeah. You know, I love it. 
So, uh, all right, that's that. Yep. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed it. We're yes. kicking off this month with uh, our home roots of Staten Island mm-hmm. natives who uh, who made it. So keep coming back, and uh, we have good ones lined up. Yeah. So uh, that's that. Another episode. We out of here. Until next time. <laughs> be good. Be crazy. And Sean Maluda. I'm coming for you. Oh, boy. See you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Anything Goes podcast with Greg and Alex. See you real soon. Suckers.